So I'm always paying credit <laughs> to these mm -hmm. masses because I'm so influenced by them and that's where I'm coming from. But on the other side, I also try to find my own way, you know, mm -hmm. to break free of, of patterns, you know, that I'm used to and trying to break Yeah, trying to find new directions for, for myself and try to develop my own sound, my own way of playing. Today I'm talking to the lovely sax player Jan Prax. Hello Jan. Hi Petra, grüß dich. Lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Yeah, good to see you. Tell me, where are you based? I'm based in Karlsruhe in Germany. Oh, okay. And were, were you born in that area? Yeah, I was born here as well in Karlsruhe. Okay, so so that's home for you, really. Right, yeah. Um, well, Jan, I, I saw you on Instagram. Um, I saw your posts on Instagram. Amazing. You're, you're, um, you're a saxophone player. What is the real term? <laughs> well, it's hard to put it into categories, you know, but now nowadays I play mostly saxophone. Mm. Um, but I also play piano. I actually started on piano. Okay. Yeah, I saw was, the, yeah, I yeah. saw you were playing piano, and um, yeah, and I was going to ask you about that as well. So you started off with piano mm -hmm. when I was three years old. Wow! Because my father was a classical piano professor in Poland, so I started piano when I was really young, and then I actually pursued a classical music career. Mm -hmm. <laughs> until I was like 14, 15, you know, with competitions and all this stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Mm. And at the same time, but I just started, you know, playing the saxophone and getting more into jazz. But first I want to ask you now, what, why the saxophone? Why from the piano to the saxophone? It was just an idea, you know, to play a second instrument and... I was always a big fan of the saxophone because my father had a few um, old LPs, you know, mm. with like Coltrane on it. And I think John Coltrane was the first one, you know, to really catch my ear. So that was, I think, the main reason. Yeah. And then alongside the playing saxophone, so did you first play classical um, music on the saxophone? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just started, you know, with um, jazz right away. So yeah. the first teacher that I had on the saxophone was he's a great uh, jazz saxophone player from this mm -hmm. area. His name is Laszlo Wolpert, and he really took me under his wing, you know, and showed me a lot of uh, jazz recordings. And I was really fascinated by it. So it was a great opportunity for me. Yeah. And did you then continue with your piano, with your classical piano? For a short time, I did, you know, because oh, okay. <laughs> I still had some, you know, a lot of stuff to do, actually. But when I was 16, I played the Chopin E minor concerto with the orchestra. And that was my last uh, classical piano concert. Really? Mm -hmm. And what did your dad say about that? Because I presume he would have loved for you to, <laughs> to carry on. Right. Yeah. At first, I think 
he he imagined something else, you know, that yeah. I pursue this piano thing. But yeah, he saw that I worked really hard, you know. Um, I really pushed it with a saxophone and with time. I mean, now he's really he's really happy for me, you know, and he really supports it. I think it's great. But do you think we we sort of have this idea that it has to be classical or that you have to, uh, you know, be a classical musician, but that the, the jazz itself is a very great form of art? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. Um, for me, it was never about, it's actually never about styles, you know, I just listen to music in general. So, and I try to get rid of, you know, putting everything into this style, this style, this style. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I like something, I like it a lot. And then I don't care if it's classical or if it's jazz, you know, or which kind of jazz is it bebop or is it hardbop, yeah. blah, 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 you know. Mm. Yeah. But do you think jazz, playing jazz, also uh, gives you a little bit more freedom? Although I, I've heard also that it, to play jazz is quite difficult. It is. So because everything has to come from you, mm. that means that in the beginning you probably won't sound very good. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you need, a, you need <laughs> yeah. a lot of time, you know, to develop some concepts you know mm -hmm. and to transcribe a lot of recordings and get into the style you know um i think you can have freedom in every kind of music also in classical but it's more in the interpretation you know oh, yeah. and to get to this level it's a lot of it's a lot of work it takes a lot of time i guess mm -hmm. um in jazz you improvise mostly so in this term yeah you have more freedom in jazz um yeah but you can have freedom in every kind of music i guess yeah do you think <clears throat> that being or having that classical background and and with the piano that this it's to your advantage when you now play jazz i think so because um i always had a good work ethic i would say so I was really serious, you know, about the classical piano. Um, so I took it very seriously, you know, practicing a lot of the basics, also on the saxophone, you know. I was always, and I'm still very um, specific about the basics, you know, about technique, about the sound, intonation, you know. It's very important for me to get this right and to have a good... Um, yeah, a good basic, you know, to build the other stuff <clears throat> on it. And also, musicality, you know, I learned a lot of stuff, of course, in classical music. So some stuff was very helpful. Other stuff um, I had to learn, I had to develop, you know, because in jazz, you mostly play on a beat, you know, so there's not so much rubato. So the time feel, that was the most important thing to develop for me and also the phrasing, you know, and the sounds because it's, um, yeah, it's a different, different vibe. But jazz overall, I mean, I think uh, I might be wrong. I, uh, every artist have 
sort of their own interpretation. So is it important for you to listen to different artists to be able to, to um, you know, give give credit to this uh, art form when you play it? That's a good question. So I'm very influenced by the great masters, you know, like John Coltrane, Charlie Parker, Cannonball, Adelie, Miles Davis, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm always paying credit <laughs> to these mm-hmm. masters because I'm so influenced by them and that's where I'm coming from. But on the other side, I also try to find my own way, you know, mm. to break free of of patterns, you know, that I'm used to and trying to break, yeah, trying to find new directions for, for myself and try to develop my own sound, mm. my own way of playing. But I would see also you play with other musicians. Uh, do you have bands that you play with? Mm-hmm. Have a lot of different projects. I play with um, great bass player Ricardo Delfra. Um, he played with Chet Baker, you know, and a lot of greats in the in the eighties. And then I actually play with um, Vavo Adler at the moment. We just came back from a tour. Um, he's a great guitar player. In another context, it's Jazz Manouche, you know. Oh, okay. And then. I also have my own quartet and a duo with a pianist from Paris, Carl-Henri Morisset. Then I also have um, a project with American musicians from the David Sanborn band. Um, The drummer is Gene Lake and we released a record, you know, during COVID. Really? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Mm. And... Yeah, a lot of different stuff, you know, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of different people ask me, you know, so this week I'm playing at the Django Reinhardt Festival in Augsburg and then in Karlsruhe at the Badisches Stadttheater with um, local musicians. So a lot of stuff going on, really. And when you play with these musicians, uh, the how much do you, when in, in such a collaboration, uh, how much do you get from each other? You know, like a bounce off each other and and uh, get influence from from each other. A lot, because that's what I'm looking for when I'm doing music. You know, I want to build a connection, a musical connection, also personal connection. And on stage, that's the most important thing for me. You know, to communicate with the other musicians, also to communicate with the audience. You know, through the music. Um, so that's the most important thing for me. Uh, well, I just had an interview with uh, Dominic Ferris, um, and uh, he talked a lot about, uh, you said now, you know, the connection with the audience, and he talked a lot about, uh, you know, that the focus shouldn't be on necessarily the technique, but more the theater, the performance, and, and this connection between the audience. Do you find this in jazz? Is it is it easy? Because it, in, in jazz, it almost seems as if the group really gels very well when you play together. It's sort of, you know, you have interaction with each other or you have eye contact with each other where 
you don't have that necessarily in a in a symphony orchestra mm. you know jazz it's almost as if you turn to each other and you communicate like that so but do you think the audience also gets that you know they they get that that energy that you have amongst each other i think most of the time they get it mm. <laughs> sometimes it can be difficult but it's always like that because you never know who shows up to the concert you know yeah in some clubs, you know, you have tourists, you know, who just come to the club. Oh, yeah. They want yeah, to check yeah. out the club, you know. And mm. sometimes you have people, you know, who really want to hear the music mm. and who are open, you know, to it. And But for me, you know, it's best when it's a mix, you know, of yeah. different people. That's what I find to be the most interesting. And I think um, in jazz... It's very open because why are people coming to the concert? Because when they come to my concert, for for instance, they don't know what I I will be playing. You know, it's not right. like okay, he plays Mozart or he plays Beethoven. It's like very open, you know. So it takes a different kind of listener mm-hmm. who who has to be more adventurous, you know, and open and. These people are are good to catch, you know, I like that. Mm-hmm. Because I always try to communicate with the band, with the audience through the music, not in a superficial way, oh, I play this so it's it sounds virtuos virtuosic, you know. Yeah. But more through a deeper level, you know, and to really um focus on the focus on the music, you know, play in the moment. And try to be really creative in the moment and open to new stuff. And yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah. And how much do you improvise when you're together like that with, with bands? Uh, you know, over with a group of musicians. How much do you stick to the music and how much do you have your own inputs? So in the stuff that I play it's a lot of improvisation. Mm-hmm. So most of the time we just play um, the hat, the form, the melody. And after that, it's improvisation. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very open. Yeah. So every night it, it would be different. So if, if you have three concerts, then it would be different every concert. Right. That's a beautiful thing. Amazing. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about it, you know. Yeah. Because even if we play the same songs, mm. um, it's still different, you know. Every night it's different. And yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah. So um, but now for you, what what is next? What is your what is the dream or the goal for you? Um, because you've done so much already. I mean, I see you collaborate so much. Um mm. What what is the big uh, dream for you? The big dream is um, to make my new CD happen, you know. (laughs) Because last year I started to write some new stuff, you know, compose a few songs. And I want to record with a great band, you know, Kurt Rosenwinkel on guitar and Ricardo Frau on bass, Carl-Henri Morisset on piano. So 
it's a big project because everybody comes from different parts, you know, of Europe. And to go into the studio, record everything, and then, you know, publish it. So mm -hmm. that would be the next step. So this is some kind of, you know, now it's a fantasy, but I try to <laughs> make it a reality. Yeah. <laughs> it has to start with a dream always. Right, exactly. You always have to chase the dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, just try to never stop working, you know, never stop developing. I always try to push, you know, my own boundaries um, and be open to new stuff, you know. Mm. Never, never stay, stay still. Always try to move forward. And yeah. But now, in, uh, you mentioned before that you did a lot of competitions when you played uh, piano. Mm. In jazz, what is the, how, how do you make a name or, or what do you have to do to, uh, to get out there and get your music heard? I also played a lot of competition in jazz. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Because there was a time when I started studying um, yeah. in the first semester, I won a big competition mm -hmm. um, that opened up a lot of stuff for me. And it was just like, you know, a normal thing to do. Oh, there's this competition. Let's try that. You know, there's this one. Let's do that. And I think this opened up some stuff for me. Okay. You know, I could build my network a little bit. Um, but I think the most important thing is to find more established artists and try to play with them, you know, which is not an easy thing because my feeling is that in Germany, um, a lot of people, they stay in their own circle oh, okay. and it's, it's difficult to get in, you know, so that's why I was very lucky, you know, to have the chance to work with uh, Ricardo Delfra because he really took me on the road, you know, and I learned so much from him. And that's a very, very great experience because there's only so much you can learn at the university, in jazz especially. The most important thing is to find, you know, someone who is actually a source, you know, because he played with the legends, he played with a lot of great people and he can pass it on to you. And if you are on the road with people like that, you learn a lot of stuff. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you teach as well? Yes, I teach as well. You do? Yeah. I teach at um, music school, I teach at the university and I also do some private private students um many mu musicians say to me that when they teach they all sometimes learn more from the students uh from how the students uh do what they teach them um then and and that helps also with their own performances do you find that as well with more advanced students yes mm -hmm. because you have to come up with a concept you have to distill the information and come up you know with a, gra a concept that you can grasp easily yeah and that's a that's a challenge for me because 
I tend to not think in concepts anymore. I just play. <laughs> oh, okay, I, try to, yeah. I, I try to forget about all this stuff, you know, and just yeah. be in the moment. But when you teach a good student, you have to actually show them some concepts and that's, that's um, challenging. And um, how much freedom, because if uh, jazz is a, must be very um, sort of a personality thing, how much do you um, allow your students to bring out their own personality in their, in their playing? You think that's, that's the most, important? I think that's the most important thing. That's very important because um, that's actually the same thing how I learned it, you know, um, of course you have to, you have to have the basics together, but then it's about you, what you want to express, you know, um, in which direction you want to go. So I always leave a lot of freedom for that. Do you think anybody can play jazz? Do you think any musician would be <laughs> able to play jazz? I think so. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> But as I said before, it takes a lot of time oh, okay. um, to get the phrasing and the vibe and the, especially the time feel. Right, so, you know, so. so yeah. It's not necessarily when you're um, a highly trained classical musician that you will be able to play jazz. Mm, not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same you know the other way around it's just oh, another... yeah, that, of course of course yeah yeah for me it took like i don't know 12 years 13 years to get to a point where i can say okay it's kind of how i hear it in my head you know the phrasing it sounds like it sounds like authentic you know authentic jazz in this style and took a long time. But um, uh, I want to go back to the recording when you said you uh, about the recording of the music. But do you? Um, how does it work in a recording? If you improvise a lot, uh, because it doesn't, it wouldn't be the same then every time. So, uh, how do you decide hmm. then which version you would like to have <laughs> on the CD? <laughs> That's a good question. You hope that you have a good day, you know, that you're inspired, oh, okay. that the band is inspired. Mm -hmm. And you do a few different takes, you know, like three or four takes. And then you just hope that there's one take, you know. I just try to pick the best take overall, you know. I don't just look at my solo. Okay, I played the best solo here. <laughs> so we yeah. have to we have to take this take. I, I try to see the whole picture, you know. Mm. Yeah. But my stuff is not so difficult to play. So there's a lot of freedom for improvisation mm. and creativity. And yeah. Well, this is so interesting. I um I, I I wish you all the best with and and I hope your dream would come true or the the next big project for you will come true. And uh, do you ever perform in Vienna? I just performed in Vienna on Sunday, actually. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh wow! I would have 
would love to see. Yeah, when whenever you come again, please let me know. I would love to see you in concert. Great. You live yeah. in Vienna? Yeah. Nice. You're yeah. lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't play an instrument, but I um but I know a lot of people are you know, they would love to come here and they would love to play here and it seems mm. to be the place where everybody wants to come to. Definitely. It's one mm. of the best cities in Europe for that. Mm. Mm. But Jan, it was so lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Petra, for the invitation. I enjoyed and it a lot. I'm glad and um, and I'm lo I'm looking forward to seeing you when you when you come to Vienna. I will let you know. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Okay, have, a, Jan, day, have yeah. a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye.